So you're interested in growing your business. You're interested in considering your options and you're thinking about maybe I should bring on a partner. Listen to this episode of What Next Dentistry to hear more about this topic. Welcome to this edition of What's Next Dentistry. Thanks for joining us and we are grateful for our sponsor, Laeta. Check them out at laeta.com and see what they can do to help you grow your business, have better work life, and have more time off. In this edition of What's Next Dentistry, we're going to talk about growing your business and the idea of maybe I should bring on a partner. Many of you have grown to the size where you have two, three, four, maybe five ops, and some of you have gotten to the point where you've got 10 op locations, and there's many of you as well that have multi-practices, and you're thinking about how do I get to the next stage. As you get bigger and bigger, obviously your needs increase, and most importantly, the complexity of your organization grows. And instead of having you be the center of the show with everybody beneath you, you actually need to begin to take yourself out of the equation and have people that are doing things for you. I love the example that's in some of the work that Adam Grant has done when he talks about the head of the HR department at Deloitte. As many of you know, after reading Adam Grant's book, when the head of the HR department hired someone, he would tell them if it was beneficial to them, he would meet with them once a month. And during that meeting, he would mentor them and he would help them grow and help them become a better employee for Deloitte and help them grow professionally and personally. Many took him up on that offer and he got to the point after several years of doing this that he ran out of time and obviously needed to take this to scale if he was going to continue to do it and wasn't sure exactly how to do that. So what he did is he took these people that he had mentored for now a couple of years and he told them that now was the time that they needed to take on mentees and so when he would hire new people he would introduce them to these people that he had been the mentor to and they would then take on these new hires and be their mentors. Well the same is true as we are growing our practices and that is we need to duplicate ourselves and while we would love to be involved with everything and be able to do everything there's just not time to do that and so we need to take the people that we have trained and we need to have them be the trainers for the, if you will, next generation. So let's talk the practicality of doing this. Many of you have uh, developed a practice manager and many of you have developed people that are the head of the, for example, dental assisting team that you have, or the head of the hygiene team that you have, or the head of the business team that you have. And those people, those leaders of those groups, those can be the ones after they've spent a year or two with you and you've developed them and taught them all that you know, they can be the ones to now take on the new hires and they can train them and that allows you to step out and allow them to take over your role. That will feel new to many of you and that will feel awkward to many of you and many of you will struggle with that because as you know, they will not be at first as good as you are, but that's fine. You don't want them to be perfect, you want them to do a good job. And as they are taking over and teaching new people, they will develop their skills and they will become as good as you are. Step out, do that by allowing your leaders to become 
the people in charge so that you no longer have to do that. And then you can step in periodically, check in with them, tutor them, have a quarterly training session for all of them so that they get exposure to you and get exposure to new ideas and new thoughts and can continue the uh, discussions that they're having with their uh, employees. But most importantly, uh, that now allows you to grow and it allows you to focus more on your business. Some of you, after having done this, will say, I don't feel comfortable running this whole organization. I do want to bring in an expert and I do want to have somebody that I either partner with or that I hire as the CEO. And I think either way is fine. Many people will say, I'm going to own the business, but I'm going to actually hire a CEO to run it for me. And I'm going to bring in someone who has expert business training to do that. And that can be a great option. A second option can be, I'm going to actually partner with someone. And therefore, I don't have to carry the burden financially of the company. I don't have to carry all the responsibility to, uh, for the company. And I can continue on with a little more leisure and a little less pressure. I would warn you that this second option, while very enticing and very alluring, is, uh, has some pitfalls, and I want to bring your attention to those. Number one, most partnerships end up being dissolved because there is no attention to an exit strategy, meaning you meet someone or you've known someone and you say, I want to be a partner, and you talk about how that is, and you spend many hours developing that and creating the structure for that. And then the exit strategy or the off-ramps or call them what you may is kind of an afterthought. And actually there needs to be as much time and attention to those exit ramps or those off-ramps as the time and attention to how to bring the partnership together. So that's number one. Um, be careful that you're creating great on-ramps and great off-ramps. Number two, you want to make certain that you're thinking about the various scenarios, and that is you may want somebody to be your partner, but what are your roles going to be and what are their roles going to be? And how are you going to prevent overlap? And how are you going to prevent gaps? Many of us love to micromanage. We've been taught as dentists to pay a lot of attention to detail, and not everybody has that same level of detail. And as business owners, so frequently, when things aren't going exactly the way that we want them to, we then step in and get it right. And that does not work well in a partnership because what inevitably happens is that you begin doing more than 50% and then more than 60% and then more than 70, more than 80, and then you're back to almost running the entire thing again and yet you're not getting the financial reward. This creates a lot of tension, frustration ensues, and then the organization, or the partnership rather, blows up and things have to be dissolved. And that's where you need a good off-ramp. So two options. One is I'm going to hire a CEO and they're going to run the company. The second is I'm going to hire a partner and that partner is going to help me run the company. And uh, clearly there's pros and cons to each. A third option is that I'm going to go raise capital and I've grown to the point where I can no longer get it from a bank, but I'm going to go actually raise capital by either a private equity company, venture capital, or a growth capital company, and I'm going to bring in a professional partner. They bring incredible talent, and for us dentists, 
we oftentimes need that business talent that they bring and that business expertise. However, please beware that they want to make sure that you are successful and they will have ways of guaranteeing that you will be successful. And that is because they own a portion of you, once you have sold a portion of the equity, they will make absolute certain and they will do everything possible to make sure that you are successful. Even if it means eliminating you from the equation because you're actually not capable of growing your company to the level that you want or you're not the best person to grow it to that level. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I just want to be very clear that so often as dentists we're thinking, all right, let me grow my organization and let me become this big businessman and let me run a uh, multi-location facility and yet we don't have the professional training. And when you partner with these private equity groups or the venture capital groups, they will quickly recognize that and they will see that you are your own detriment and they will make certain that you are no longer your own detriment. And so just be careful that you may be doing yourself out of a job and that might actually be the best thing for you and for your company. So please don't think that when they come in and they decide to take over because you're not fit to do this and you don't have the expertise to do that, that can actually be a blessing. And many people I know have gotten upset at them and actually it turns out they've made a lot more money, they've been a lot more successful, and they've had things go the way that they dreamed them to go. The only difference is that they're no longer the center of attention, somebody else is, and they're simply making the money off of this. So really three options, think about those. I'd be happy to speak to you about all three of those, and there are also others, but I'm trying to keep this very simple because oftentimes we love to confuse ourselves as dentists. So think about the three that I've outlined. Feel free to reach out to me. Thanks so much for joining this edition of What's Next Dentistry.